moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. You sometimes think you don't fit, but you do, because you're the light for many others out there. Welcome everyone, I'm Mylene, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast, and I have a fascinating man with me, <laughs> guest, who lives now in New York, and really, for me, embodies being himself, bringing his thoughts, his ideas into life and tried out many things to really bring then out this essence that has been with him since uh, he's a young boy. So please welcome with me, Thomas Johnson. Hello, Thomas. How are you? I'm well, Mylene. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah, uh, we were setting an intention before, which I do with every guest for the episode, and the word uh, courage arose. And for me, a person with courage is often uh, the person who really tries out what is within herself, what is within himself. And if you, for uh, myself, you embody that. Uh, speak to that a little bit of how you go inward or how you started to go inward to pull out what you desire to live. Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, just because you have courage, that doesn't mean you doesn't you don't have fear, right? Courage is pretty mm -hmm. much just taking the step forward despite your fear. So um, all my life, I've always felt like I had to prove myself for the most part, right? Um, but once I started to move forward despite my fears, opportunities started to open up. Like, for instance, I used to have a huge phobia of speaking in public. When mm -hmm. I was younger, I used to stutter. I used to mutter my words. And... um. In my family, we used to go to church every Sunday, and sometimes we used to go. The kids used to go up to recite recitation, and I used to start shaking like a leaf, right? But despite that, I decided to work on that, you know. And even when I have my keynote speeches and have conversations, there's still a little bit of the phobia there. There, but despite that, I know that my purpose is greater than the fear. So by going inward and focusing on the outcome. It helps to propel you further, you know, because yeah. once you focus on the fear, that's going to become debilitating. It's going to pull you down. But once you think about why am, why am I here? What is my reason, my purpose? Now you have a, a, a single focus and you're able to channel all that energy into that thought process. You know, so like I said, courage is not the absence of fear. It's getting past despite the fear. It's going a step further. 
That's very, very beautiful. And I would like to extend that out a little further, what a purpose is for you. So I believe, Thomas, sometimes a purpose is not just what kind of job I do. I think each of us, we're just such beautiful light beings that are here to, to brighten up uh, the world and uh, to brighten up another person in our relationship uh, to them. And so we are now here on this planet really to bring out something new and yeah. i love that you that came out of you so, <laughs> oh, right away so what is the deeper meaning of your purpose what was it in that moment that you would speak i know because i think that's something that is in you since a child you you can feel that you will speak later in your life did i bet you had that there was something um why you decided to go even further in, in trying. And even if you stutter to say and show the world you stutter and that you didn't care. There was so there was something that you brought out. So what was that for you? You know what? So I've always been the person that had a lot to share, right? A lot to say. But at times, mm -hmm. even though I had a lot to share and a lot to say. I couldn't articulate my words properly without me, like I said, stuttering and muttering my words. So sometimes it would come out in a way where you couldn't fully understand. And because I had so much to share, I knew I had to work on that. You know, I had to work on how I spoke, work on being intentional. Um, because I'm also very passionate. So imagine being passionate and you have so much to say, it comes out <laughs> like, like clutter, <laughs> right? Yeah. So learning how to slow down and be more intentional and focus on um, really focus on taking my time because the goal is for people to listen to understand right yeah. it, 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 now if I'm coming to you and I'm being extremely passionate and, and very eager and my words are coming out or cluster I'm not getting to my goal I'm not getting my words to you in a way where you're able to receive it so in order, in, in order for me to do that I had to work on myself you know and yeah. when I mentioned in me being passionate and me having a lot to say, I've lived many lives, right? I've been through a civil war. I've been, I've seen wealth. I've seen poverty. I've seen chaos. So the way I look at the world is a bit different from most. So I look at things, I look at things from a more empathetic standpoint instead of being quick to judge. So um, with that mindset, I'm able to navigate the world in a way that's very unique compared to most. That's what I love about you. And I, because I think more of us have to share that um, you have seen so much experience enough. And when you were speaking about the words should sink in and should be understood when you speak, that you shows me that you really have the intention of um, letting people feel what you're speaking about. So then that means it comes with an experience. You're speaking from something you have lived and you want mm -hmm. to pass on. And that I think is a very beautiful thing to have as, uh, I don't even want to say the word speaker, but you're bringing your wis wisdom to people so they can learn from it or see themselves, parts of them, in your life and uh, feel better. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes it takes a person just being there 
and just giving you a word of word of encouragement or just saying one of few words for the person the next person to resonate and get a better understanding and sometimes it, it depends on how those words are shared right and also how the person is positioning the wordings because for instance if two people are arguing right yeah one person is irate next person is irate they're not going to get to each other but if one person decides to listen all right listen and to hear their the next person it's a better communication because now you're able to listen to that person and listen to understand opposed to trying to um respond because you feel that you know this is like a a, a fighting match so it, it's it's about being intentional and this is something that I had to learn over the years too, you know? So everything I'm sharing right now is from experiences, you know, exper my personal experiences, things that I've, I've, I've studied and I've also applied because I love to study and I love to experiment. <laughs> I love to experiment. <laughs> and, and once, and once you put yourself in these different situations and you've, you've learned the lessons from these different situations, it's up to it's it's your responsibility to share it. It's your responsibility yes. to share it. You can't hold it to yourself, you know. So that that's that's my mindset, you know, and I believe that's my purpose in this world because I've been through a lot. Um, I have a lot to share, and my goal is just to you know provide provide that value. Mm -hmm. So it's it. So first of all, the the way of listening, right? It's it's a it's an art to be present. So it's not an art. It really is our natural way. We got moved out of it a little way, I think. And go. it depends mm -hmm. also on which culture we are in or grown up in, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then also, what kind of parents did you have? Or did what? Uh, where did you grow up? Did you have to bring your word in because the others were... Yeah, you had to uh, mm -hmm. shoot... Or did you have people that really uh, listened to you and gave you the value of being happy to be in your presence, right? Do Does someone really want to be with you? And, and uh, I think time is so precious nowadays. It moves, maybe because I'm getting older. But there's also another movement that uh, when two people come together, right? something new is being created new thoughts mm -hmm. come out new ideas and that we cherish that and we can grow together in that moment have new insights that that it's igniting uh, enjoyable we have to have fun <laughs> i think <laughs> otherwise <laughs> why do i otherwise uh, talk with someone or be in someone's presence and i love that you said we can just look at each other and sit next to each other because there's so many other ways how we communicate right thomas yes indeed we sit in the sun together and you can feel i just spoke this morning uh, about enlightened speaking a friend of mine said might speak about that i said whoops and i would have never given it at the topic but it's right because we're, we're bringing out so much light but the light comes yeah feeds First of all, also our words, uh, the, as we just said, the experience that we bring, the exchange, and please share about your uh, 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 culture as well, where you've born and what nourished you later. We'll talk about that. But also the light that comes out in a conversation that we send out from this area right here, in, in, from our mm -hmm. chest, from our heart, 
um, with our eyes. We speak with our eyes. It's the fastest way to communicate or it's a healer way, right? It's the fastest way to touch someone. And the other person already feels that presence. So then uh, the words become more like a blanket if we let that do. And, and <laughs> that's it all. alive. Yeah, yeah. So what was it? You grew up in uh, Liberia and came over to the U.S. then. In the Liberian culture, how do people uh, listen? How were you taught from there to be in presence of others when there wasn't a war, but in, in, in the tight um, family structure? Or... So the, the way I grew up was a bit different because after my mother and my father had myself, um, had me and my sister, um, Doris, they came to the state shortly afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. And they left us with our grandmother. At the time, she was very well off, so it made sense because they were young, young, young adults in their early 20s. So, but I've always been around um, community. So my grandmother had a, a nice, big compound, a lot of property, and we had a lot of cousins in the house, a lot of relatives. So there's always, mm -hmm. always movement. There's always movement. And I grew up with my cousins. So it was myself, my sister, Doris, my cousin, Duke, my other older cousins. And we were free-spirited. We played around the comp compound. We we played mm -hmm. with dirt. You know, we ran around. We, you know, we... We did what kids were supposed to do, which is play outside, not inside, compared to the U.S. Um, and I was always a very adventurous child. I was fearless. I was. I knew no fear. I. I taught my. For instance, I taught myself how to ride a bike with one pedal, right? Uh, a bike that was bigger than me. And if, I remember the time when I was trying to um, learn how to ride a bike. I fell so many times, but I kept on getting up. I kept getting up. And by the time I had mastered riding a bike, I was doing tricks, right? So I've always had this fear, this fearless. And also the reason I was able to embody that was because of the encouragement of my grandmother, my older cousins, and my uncles. They always encouraged me. Even when I, when I acted up, I would get chastised. But my grandmother always made sure she, she I understood why she chastised me and showed me a, so much love afterwards. As, and it was to the point where I was no, I was no longer mad at her after after she spanked me, right? From from doing <laughs> from acting up, right? Because the way yeah, she yeah, loved yeah. on me, you know. So that right there was a very important lesson, you know. And but when I went to the states, it was completely different from being like a lovely environment. Now I'm in survival. Now I'm a bit older. I'm in a different environment, right? I'm going to school and I can't hardly articulate myself. Now mm -hmm. I'm getting into fights with kids, so. I went through different experiences, you know, but all my experiences um, made me who I am right now because it allowed me to get a better understanding of how people operate, right? Um, it helped me to understand human behavior, and even to be be intentional because the majority of how we communicate is through our body language, not only through how we speak, through our body language. Like you mentioned before, being intentional, right? Your eyes draw people in. The, how you speak, the way you pour out your energy. So I had to learn that because I wasn't able to articulate myself fully at an early age. But after going through all my experiences, everything accumulated and came together like a puzzle and made me who I am right now. You know, so like I said, with the Liberian culture, that was the first, the first part of the puzzle. But then going through different you know different 
different experiences as I grew up as a child, as a adolescent, as a teenager, as a young adult, and as an adult. All of all those lessons kind of swirl up in this pot to make me who I am today. And I would never, I would never dismiss any of the lessons, even the bad ones, even the, the negative experiences, because those negative experiences also allowed me to grow into the man I am today. <laughs> and you're very interesting. <laughs> and and yeah, that's very beautiful for, for the audience to really hear uh, that uh, it makes us also interesting, right? If we would all have, be the same and, uh, <laughs> and, and finding out oneself who we are and improving on it or following in the way also, because you could have had an interest of not be wanting to speak. You could have done the opposite. You could have yeah. become very quiet. Maybe mm -hmm. you'd have said, I'm going to write. Um, right. But something in you, there was a driver or something. There was a, um, a quest you had to bring out your experience. And I think it's not just the words you speak. You're also interested in other people very strongly, Thomas. You, you worked also with people very close and to improve them in their body to to become healthy so that they have a, a, a balanced life style and i think when we're younger and we're testing out things there is already things that move us forward to become who we are i was mm. just thinking about recently i, I studied landscape architecture i don't do much of it anymore But that love for nature I had already as a child, you were mm. speaking about the freedom a lot. That's important yes. for you, right? So people feel free uh, and the freedom of walking where we desire. And as a child, I did that, uh, Thomas. I didn't like to walk uh, following the straight line of a path, but yeah. also in the woods. I would go off and still do that. But it's because <laughs> the energy aligns in the ground They mm -hmm. don't go straight. They they have like a waving thing, <laughs> yeah. a, a way to go. You can see it how dogs walk or animals or children, if you let them roam, they follow yeah. it because it's how we pick up energy and uh, don't need to waste so much of that energy. And uh, so I now as a shaman healer, again, I work, Yeah, I have a plant right next to me. So the the interest and the awe for the beauty of the plants and nature state. Now I want to improve them in the natural state. And they give me now messages or help me or, right? They give me a strength. Yeah. And whatever. So there is something that we have as a children. That is for you, I think, to... Ah, like uh, you, the wise man who has the stories of wisdom uh, to share. And it's independent if it's one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and bringing the best out of person in one. And you do the same. You, you give information to give the best now more and more to uh, larger groups, right? Yeah, definitely. So, um, so, With what you mentioned with the plant, we have it's reciprocal relationship, right? You know, mm -hmm. we breathe out CO2, the plant, you know, breathe, um, breathe out um oxygen. It's reciprocal relationship. It's understanding that we, it's it's a give and take, right? The law of reciprocity, you know, when you give, you receive. 
right? By me sharing my story, I'm helping to inspire others, right? And in turn, that might change their life and help them inspire others, you know? So everything matters. Everything matters. And there are three things that actually drives me, right? The first one is inspiration. The second is transformation. And the third is impact. So whenever I'm in a conversation or I'm doing some type of business transaction, I always look for one of those three things. Because when I'm doing one of those three things, I feel full. I feel mm. full. Oh, that's you know? a good point for so it's, it's, it's so, so important. So you have to understand what fills you up. Because if you don't understand what fills you up, then you're going to be constantly chasing that next thing. And even though you're chasing that next thing, that void will be there forever. So once you understand what fills you up, then you're able to put yourself in that alignment. Mm, that's sugar. <laughs> that's sugar right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope everyone heard that uh, really to to hone to bring every, we know shamanically thomas we said we bring everything into one line so our ideas you know uh, uh even clothing becomes mm -hmm. important we, we have to feel good in our second skin Look good, what good. we eat right but even where do we sit on so that mm -hmm. these things align that make us feel fuller yeah. with what do i surround myself where do i live right is it is this my setting is the, the people a medicine so it is really one brings everything into this one intentional line that's why it's called intention line because <laughs> we decide what is best for us we decide or i decide you decide what do you desire? And it's time to um, not just wait for the environment to bring you everything, but also to say, I want that. I'm going to create that. What do I want to bring out of me? Like Th Thomas did, right? More of the speaking. I still mumble. I <laughs> Uh, I have um, I have that too, but no, I wanted to say uh, a dyslexia, right? So yeah. with a dyslexia, and I think really fast, I never finish sentences yeah, so and throw mm -hmm. things about. You understand? For the longest time, I didn't, I went the opposite. I became very, very quiet, didn't oh, speak. Well. Okay. And so I, I said, no, now I want to speak. And if I mix up my two languages, because my dad's American, my mom is German. Yeah, that's also okay. And if I have an accent, that's also okay. Because that gives the flavoring of mm -hmm. me, of exactly. my life experiences, right? Because if you think about it, the fun part and it's really different in the U.S. compared to here in the U.S. A lot of people traveled from around the world and started a new life. Mm -hmm. um, so they're interested if they hear an accent or they're interested in your background and culture. Here, people are a little bit more offended and also people that come from other uh, uh, cultures then and live here, they, they pick up that defensiveness. I think that's sometimes a little sad. One day I wish oh, really? okay. that... Um, yeah, that we don't um, feel offended when people ask questions, because I think it's becoming more and more not um, like pointing a finger, 
but mm -hmm. it is more because people are curious. Really, they want to find out more, but sometimes they don't have the right way of asking and that yeah, you become a little true. bit more patient with others, how they communicate. So even by generation, right? If you only hear a certain way of conversation, the vocabulary is different. Yeah, absolutely right. right. It's the struggle mm -hmm. between these in that we give older people um, a little bit more, more grace. Open, yes, often embrace, <laughs> right? They have so much life, but they have a different way of still a little thinking and asking. And that's why, but that's important. Otherwise, <laughs> there would be no change, right? And the youngsters come and they have a whole new a way of living as, as, as well. Yeah, so I, I love that you're bringing this, this uh, authenticity and, and transforming did you have that? I'm going to go back as, as a child. What interested you in, in transformation? I mean, that time probably you didn't think about the word transformation. I didn't either. But yeah. there was something of, did you want to make people feel good? Can you remember? So as a child, yeah. So as a child, you know, I, I always, like I said, I was very adventurous and I was, I, mm -hmm. was this, I was this child that had no fear, right? Anything that I, I saw and I wanted to experiment with, I would just go for it. And then my my grandmother, when she when she when she saw my discovery, she would she would give me so much praise as if what I just showed her was the best thing in the world. And that would just increase my my morale, right? And I would yes. want to do more <laughs> things to make my grandmother and my uncle, you know, um you know, give them those praises. So I was I was always I was always on that trajectory. I remember this one time during the Civil War, you know, when we came back to my grandmother's compound, the place was a wreck and my grandmother decided to farm her land, right? So mm -hmm. my uncles they went and they started to create farms. And I went and I grabbed some seeds and I started to, I wanted to create my own garden. My first attempt was on an end farm and I got bitten. <laughs> it was, but I did not stop. I went further down because um, my grandmother had a lot of property and I and I decided to start over, and uh, the plot of land that I chose was beautiful because it was it was a uh, it was swamp land, but it was very fertile soil. And the 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 seeds that I planted germinated, and it actually grew. It produced, and my uncles, my cousin, my grandmother, they were so so um, ecstatic, and they used to give me so many praises. Then when I saw my uncles grabbing the fruits of my labor to cook oh i yeah. felt so happy i'm like yes i because I, <laughs> I planted beans i planted okra i planted pepper and we we're actually eating my my food right so wow. being able to feel like you're part of something that, that you're contributing and having your family members to um you know give you that the encouragement is so so important so i was mm -hmm. i was granted that at an early age <laughs> right oh you're age. lucky man <laughs> yeah but like I said, but then when I left um Liberia, I was gonna completely different culture. So I had to kind of like re like re either re um refine myself and 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 find who I who I was because now I was in the state of I would say survival because I was I was struggling with the culture, right? Okay. And also dealing with kids in school, then dealing with you know being with my, my father and my mother for like the not the first time, but understanding that these are my 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 parents, right? So it was completely different compared to what I was used to. Because from having the freedom and being outdoors to 
being in a small apartment in Brooklyn and barely being able to go outside because it's cold now, right? So it was a completely different. Um, but like I said, as as times went on, I decided to learn more about myself because I got out of that survival state and then I picked up sports. And the same thing, I picked up sports, I became a, a solid athlete. And now that same feeling of encouragement, I was able to revisit it because now I'm one of the fastest on the team or I'm, you know, I'm one of the strongest on the team. So it was, it was more of, I picked up from what I left off in, in, a, in a sense, you know? So, but like I said, it's a, it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the journey. You know, it's all part of life. It is nurture versus nature. And they both play a tremendous role when it comes to create, it comes to nurturing a child, you know, or nurturing a, a child to become an adult, you know? So it's not just one thing, nature and nurture. Because I was nurtured by my grandmother and nature also played a part, the environment. Mm. So beautiful, really. I was thinking while you were speaking, the nurturing, the nurturing. We were right when we started talk, our conversation today, nurturing the moment, the person right in front of it. Too often we don't say what we love about the mm -hmm. other person or what they've done that makes us feel good. So, so that they can feel good. Mm -hmm. Right, I think That's this important. nurturing, yes, mm -hmm. and it, uh, I invite everyone to do that more, to share what you sense when someone does something beautiful, and to find the words for it, to speak it out, or mm -hmm. a tactile, I think that should also come much more back in, <laughs> <laughs> to our world, uh, right, that we become comfortable, because it, it, if you hug children for example we know that that's a healing touch it they, is they grow better they're more in, intelligent mm -hmm. the, the the freedom but why do we stop when uh, people get la uh, older yeah we should uh, keep that going or friendships and uh, to sh make people feel heard as well and they feel mm -hmm. good to take your words right so these are really two things that will make us i think it's like then we can exhale and relax into a situation yeah. and we don't stay so tight you mm -hmm. right in a way you are similar to me in one way we love to heal otherwise your things would have not grown so beautifully or people want to be in your presence exactly mm -hmm. yeah so that they feel good and can become themselves and we see them for who they are and, and you know what, Marlene? Um, you could you could definitely tell that this is so important because, um, especially like living living in the in the city, right? Like New York, New yeah. Jersey, where there's everyone is on the go, right? It's it's constant, you know, movement. Everyone is doing their own thing. Um, you could sense that tension, right? Especially walking through the streets of Manhattan when somebody bump into the next person, there's like that. Everyone's reactive, but compared yeah. to a place where like compared to like a small town where people are able to have conversation, share, shake each other's hands, hug each other. It's a completely different energy. There's a completely different energy. And I've been in both places, right? I, I've, I've sensed, because I'm, I'm an empath and I feel things. Ooh. So <laughs> I've been in both places and I, I, I've been able to differentiate the energy 
uh, being in a big city and being with, in that hustle and bustle environment compared to being in a, a town or a small community where people are much more laid back. You could feel the difference. Just when a person walks in the room, you could feel the difference. Yeah, you yeah. Know, what they, they energy doesn't lie. Energy does not lie. <laughs> no, and you can't uh, change it. That's amazing. You can't, exactly. If, if it flows, whatever <laughs> it 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 uh, flows. I've lived in New York when I was 12 and later in my life I uh, went a few times back. Um I wish though that is also maybe why I share my wisdom Thomas so mm -hmm. that we can relax independent even if we're really tight close together if we see that we all belong together and are allowed to feel comfortable and invite the other to be themselves oh that's nice if we always have intentionally or we go through life walk through life with that thought or with that intention in our body, in our expressing, then the nice thing is our environment changes and we can impact the mm -hmm. villages, right? Mm -hmm. Our closer family, but also a huge city. And I, because I I said, whenever I went into New York, I barely had someone ground at me or frown or I'm I always found laughter or I was given gifts, you know, the I walked totally ready. different mm -hmm. through yeah. uh, that city. So it, it's doable. So as an it example, is. it's, it's doable. Yeah. So but how right. can, oh, sorry. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's one of my favorite saying, um, it goes as a man thinketh, so he becomes right. So it all starts mm -hmm. from your thought process. Um, the way you look at life is how life is going to look at you. You know, because we all look at the world through our perspective, through our learned behavior, our learned experiences, the things we've been going through, or our lack of, of information, right? So that's why two people could look at the exact same thing and still have different perspectives and different way of interpreting what, what, what you're looking at. So this is why, you know, grace is so important. Be able to give the next person grace, I believe, is so, so important because everyone is not, everyone everyone's down the same page for the most part, right? We live in, we're all living in this world, but we all have different experiences. Yeah, and use them to teach and and share and let others understand and become part of oneself. Yes, indeed. Right, this is one so we can feel and see where we're so similar. That's my one big wish, and I'm not going to give up. I'm keep on going for it. And, and that, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right because we're 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 more similar than different, and that's the thing. And people yeah. tend to lean on the difference and not the similarities. We are more yes. similar than different, you know. Yes. If we if we're just to focus on that, it'll make it'll make things much better. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Thomas, so beautiful. Time flies so fast. Speaking with you, but how can people reach you and learn from you and 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 take you in or come closer to everyone? Because he won't mind if you give him a hug. He will take you in and <laughs> definitely you know? and, and, and soak up because that's so important. We can soon as we come together with a person, we we synchronize. So we learn really quick if we open up and we synchronize with the person right in front of us or next to us. And Thomas, because you, you're so open and you're so built about um, uh, sharing, 
and making everyone feel good. So whoever comes into your <laughs> surrounding will feel good. So sorry, how, how will they uh, reach you and uh, feel better? Yeah, so you know what? I actually have a free gift for everyone. So if you go to free.getupandgetfit.com, so that's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com forward slash free dash gift, you'll get a gift from me. It's a series of emails that has a ton of positive resources. But you can also reach me via LinkedIn, right? Um, Thomas Johnson. Um, I know my name is very common, so you can just put in Get Up and Get Fit and I should pop up. Um, you can also reach me directly at getupandgetfit.com. Like I said, that's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com. And feel free to reach out. You know, I'm a wellness, I'm an executive wellness coach. I'm more about helping you to transform your life for the better. Because at the end of the day, it's about it's about really feeling good. And how do you feel good? You have to be intentional. You have to work on your mind, your body, and your soul, right? You can work yeah. on your mind, your body, but if you don't work on your soul, then you're empty. So you have to work on your mind, body, and your soul. So with my company, I'm able to help you guys, you know, really, really, um, you know, live a healthy lifestyle by being more intentional and focusing on correcting your negative habits, you know. And like I said, I'm here to provide support. I love people, and this is this is my life calling to help um folks to transform life for the better and to just live on this earth, you know, and just be you know radiance for the most part. I would say. Yes, and you have that <laughs> so in you. And why I want to plug, you really have helped many people get into a harmony and balance in their life. In your, uh, even in DC, you've been in one of the most important places. <laughs> Everyone, he has been everywhere and um, touched people to really act on their sharpest right because what you were speaking about we need also our body i think especially now again to also be fit and not to neglect it and mm -hmm. find your own way we don't have and that's also important what makes your body go uh, be fit to hold energy longer that we can hold this focus and this intention for longer and that we can share with more of uh, the world of us right so stay fit yeah. eat well relax yes. have Sweet. beautiful people like thomas in your life what else do you think could help them you're definitely right so um one thing i'm, I'm a huge advocate on is sleep right um being able to get enough sleep, but not only just enough sleep, but to be able to set your surroundings that will be able to surround so it can help you sleep better, right? Most people mm -hmm. don't really focus on the sleep, right? And it's so, so important. So your sleep, your nutrition, your thought process, your environment, your exposure to the sun or lack of, your posture, your fitness, mm -hmm. your endurance, everything matters. Everything matters. So this is why I'm big on, you know, helping you to assess your life, to get a better understanding of what you're doing wrong, then be able to create a plan of action. Because at the end of the day, it's about, you know, being intentional because time is going to pass by. Time is one thing that's, that's, con that's constant. Now it's up to you to be intentional, right? You have to be intentional in wanting to live a healthy lifestyle. So you, so you could be better. You could be a better brother, a better sister, a better wife, a better mother in all aspects of your life. 
not just one, but in all, all aspects of your life. And that takes mm. having energy to also care for others. But oftentimes we're so depleted that we become reactive because we're so depleted. Now imagine mm. if you were full, if you're full mentally, physically, spiritually, then you'll be able to be the best, your best you, the best you on a consistent <laughs> basis, a consistent, yes, yes, consistent yes. basis, you know, not just one day, but every day. And it's possible. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have to have a whole new, brand new conversation <laughs> just about uh, uh, feeling this fullness and mm -hmm. uh, all these uh, tricks. Because I was thinking you were talking just your rhythm was making dance. Being fit means you can dance yourself fit and don't uh -huh. eat it by yourself if you're mm -hmm. solo in uh, in the living room. Or you can just stretch like a cat on a regular basis in the middle exactly. of the sun, right? There's so many ways to bring out what is about you. Mensch mm -hmm. <laughs> Thomas, right. yeah, thank you for all of this beautiful inspiration. For sure, the energy of we can change things. We can change also the way we are and improve it to impact others and ourselves. But many mm -hmm. who are listening really also desire to to bring their wisdom out into the world and you've showed them we can if we practice and find our own way how to do it and to remember our purpose mm -hmm. right you spoke about to to align that and soak that in and remember that and bring that also out into the world so Thomas, thank you, thank you uh, very much for being on the podcast Moving to Oneness. All of your things will be in the notes. And everyone, you can touch Thomas directly or me and I'll connect you and stay in tune. Ooh, that's beautiful. <laughs> with yourself, <laughs> play with the energies as uh, Thomas did and live your best and be fit and get fit using that and join us on our facebook moving to oneness group and share your experiences of how you are training yourself or improving yourself so thank you everyone thank you thomas and the best to everyone bye bye cheers <laughs>